Welcome to Sustainable 72. 72. Crikey Moses, aren't we aging well? We are your friendly little environment podcast all about people and the planet and wasps and why we need to have a little bit of a laugh every now and then despite everything, isn't we all? And what have we got coming up this week then? Well, Dave, um, I want to know who is your favourite band um, well, probably... Correct, it's Sting. Sting and the police. Uh, so we're going to be talking about things that sting. Uh, and uh, what about your second favourite band? Uh, probably it's Pink Floyd. Flo- crowded House. Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to be talking about crowded houses or, or very uncrowded houses, despite that being a, you know, a housing crisis and a green belt being built on and all of that. Um, and what about your favourite ever song? Well, it doesn't really matter. Well, I think it's TLC's No Scrubs. <laughs> Because uh, we're going to be talking about coal plants that, that haven't got scrubbers on them. No no scrubs. Um, you know, C- CCS, clean coal, no no scrubs. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. Things that sting, wasps, crowded houses or uncrowded houses and, and newts that are getting in the way of them. And TLC's no scrubs. And if that isn't coherent and clear... And Sony Award winning, I don't know what is. Just the usual disclaimer, we do work for environmental charities, but these are very much our own views. So if all our talk of wasps and the Beatles makes you squirm, (laughs) take it up with us and not with anyone that we work for, yes? Yes, let's let's face the music uh, and dance. Inhofe of the Week. This is the section named after Senator Jim Inhofe in America, who is a climate-denying, environment-hating, very important, aged American funded by the coal industry, by the looks of things. Anyway, he's an arsehole, so we make sure that we we have a little check who else has been an arsehole and put them in this bit of the show. Who's an arsehole, Dave? Wasp! What? Wasp! Wasp. Where? Wasp is an arsehole. Wasp is an arsehole. That's what people say. People say, wasp! And like, you know, what wasps. You know, little, little, little yellow, little emo bees. Little sort of yellow and black things. <laughs> emo bees. Emo bees. Little yellow and black oh, things cranky. fly around getting all up in your sandwich. And like, you know, you're sitting there on your lawn and you've got an ice cream and you're all like, it's nice. And then a wasp comes along and you go, wasp, in half. Did... Did you know that um, my brother, Arabella's daddy, uh, he once said to his mummy when he was very, very young, um, I've got a wasp in my nappy. And his mummy said, don't be so silly. Of course you haven't. And after the wasp had stung him four or five times, she started to believe him. Four or five times. Well, she she let him be stung three or four times in the willy and then thought maybe he's not putting this one on. Yeah, basically. Anyway, look. So uh, we're supposed to put. Why wasp- are we talking? Why are we talking about wasps? Well, How, because why are wasps in half? 
Well, because we're supposed usually, to put... It's usually like oil companies. I know. Or, you know, fracking companies or, you know, an horrible government minister. Why, why are wasps in Inhofe Corner? I know, but we did put beetles in Inhofe Corner once, do you remember? And you went all peculiar about it and got upset. Uh, yeah, well, rightly so. Anyway, yeah. wasps, uh, why? Wasps, well, because people like putting wasps in Inhofe Corner, didn't they? People hate wasps, didn't they, all? I hate wasps. Well, I hate them. Yeah, I suppose so. So people get a little bit flappy with them when they're at picnics, don't they? Yeah, don't like do. them in their hummus, on their jam. Um, so anyway, so like, if you are one of them people who thinks that wasps are Satan, which is a lot of people <laughs> don't like wasps, then you aren't going to like the news. Oh, because oh, no. there's wasp news. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is the worst kind of news. <laughs> yes, uh, and the wasp news is there's going to be more wasps. Oh, oh. <laughs> is this connected? Hang on, this is connected to, you know, the planet getting warmer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wasps like it warmer. It's getting warmer. More wasps. That's your news. Oh, dear. That is, that is terrible news for wasp haters, I've got to say. Yes, it is, rather. Um, and, yeah, what's going on? Uh, climate change, warm, dry summers, more wasps. Wasps like warm, dry summers. Um, in two places, specifically, uh, and for a particular sort of wasp, which is your common wasp, your basic run-of-the-mill wasp, the sort of wasp when everyone goes, wasp, the sort of wasp they're talking about, uh, in the UK and in New Zealand, because we took all our wasps and put them on a boat in 1978 and put them in New Zealand. So there's wasps over there now and all. Oh, well done, us. So, uh, well, you've got you've got views about wasps, haven't you? Yeah, I don't want to put wasps in Inhofe Corner, oh. I want well, to put just all, did. Well, I, I, was, I was putting them in there provocatively and I'm taking them out. Come yeah. here, Waspy. I'm taking it out of Inhofe Corner and I'm going to put into Inhofe Corner instead you and all of the people yeah. like you who hate wasps. And I that's everyone, wasps. as far as I can I tell. Don't I don't hate wasps. Shut up How and listen. You? Shut up and listen. You do hate wasps, right? Because when I mention this to everyone. Look, your narrative may not work <laughs> if I do, it turns out, quite like wasps. Well, you but don't I like do, wasps. It turns out quite like wasps. If you, like wasps, if you like wasps, this feature isn't going to work. So shut up and don't like wasps, right? Oh, okay. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, nasty wasps. Ooh, yeah. grrr. Yeah. Ooh, I hate them, those wasps. Oh, no. <laughs> I mentioned to people, they said, oh, well, what are you going to do with the Babylon this week, Dave? And I said, we're going to do it about wasps because there's going to be more wasps. And everyone, without exception, went, oh, I hate wasps. Wasps are horrible. And they, you know, they pulled a face, this face. Oh, God, that's, that's horrible. That's the face of someone who is eating an ice cream, in your case, a vegan ice cream, I suppose. And there's a wasp on it and it stung them on the tongue. Right. Uh, and everyone hates wasps. And I think wasps get a bad press and a really 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 bad press would you like to know why <laughs> i'm going to <laughs> okay well i, mean, first I think of i all... agree with you i think they do get a bad press it's you know it's strange that bees everyone loves a good bee but they can sting you and it really hurts but everyone hates a wasp i do well not everyone i don't well for the purposes of your narrative i do yeah. but uh you know a lot of people hate wasps and they're quite similar to bees not quite as fluffy i suppose now, angrier colour isn't... Hang on a minute, I'm just hij- hijacking your entire plan. But isn't it the case that the yellow and black combo is a kind of universal sign of danger in um, in nature? That com- combination of colour, whereas bees are like orange and white and black and a little bit, you know, less scary. It's not... You don't see, you don't see police cordoning off crime scenes with uh, orange and white and sort of fluffy <laughs> tape, do you? <laughs> you see them, them cordoning off with... Black and yellow tape, wasp tape. 
But wasps, right? So, so uh, yeah, I, I'm disappointed that you really hate wasps, Ol, because in my opinion, <laughs> wasps are only going about their business, right? All wasps is doing. Your wasp is in a garden. It's going, right, I'm alive. Um, I'm going to go into this garden and I'm going to just like see what's going on over there. And, you know, you go over there and you're like, wow, that there's some nice sort of syrupy glucose going on over there. There's some lovely yeah. jam. I like mm. jam. Um, I'm going to have some of that jam. And then I like, watched you eat six jam tarts <laughs> while recording an episode of Babble once. You did. I like jam. I'm a yeah. wasp. I am a wasp. <gasps> Suddenly it becomes clear. Roxanne. <laughs> shut up and listen. I'm going to sting you on the willy. Right? Now, uh, wasps, but they're just, they're just chilling out. Wasps are just being wasps. And people, if people left the wasps alone and just let the wasps have a little bit of their ice cream, the wasp would go, thanks, cheers. Gary, I'm off. Lovely. See you later. Uh, is it all right if my friend has a bit and you go, yeah, go on then. And I go, you know, my friend has a bit and then you move on. But people don't. For some reason, they go, wasp. And they try and flick the wasp and the wasp goes, whoa, 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 Gary, Gary, do that again and I'm going to have to f*** you up. Right? <laughs> Um, oh, hello, and- <laughs> bleep machine. Nice, nice to have you back. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, the wasp goes, come on, bring it, bring it. And so, you know, and you're flipping around with your fingers, you and Gary and all the other people who ate wasps, and you flip the wasp, and, and then, you know, Gary stings you on the willy and, and flies away. And basically, that's a situation that could have been Hang avoided by the just going... The wasp is also called Gary. Huh? Uh. Are you saying the wasp is also <laughs> called Gary? So no. Gary the wasp is having a fight with Gary the human. What's Which one stings me on the willy? Gary the Wasp stings you on the willy. Okay, just checking. I've been a Vulcan for 25 years. Vulcan? Don't you mean vegan? What, with these ears? <laughs> right, you're, I don't know what you have had for dinner because you're in a very strange mood. <laughs> My only question is, so what? So what, you know, okay, let's say people do hate wasps um, and as discussed, I very much hate wasps for the purposes of your narrative um, and maybe they kill wasps. So what, you know, there are only wasps. Well, see, that's They're the not thing, like bees, it? are they? Bees doing all those useful pollinator jobs. There's your, there's your opportunity to hit us all with a surprising fact, Dave. Oh, well, oh, thank you for mentioning that. Yes. Well, look, this is the thing, you see. I was doing some research because I had five minutes, so I thought I'd better, <laughs> I better find out what I thought about this rather than just bang on about it like some sort of deranged vegan, right? And I had, did some research. <laughs> did you know, here are some wasp facts. Play the wasp fact music, oh. Yeah, right. Wasp fact. Did you know what the official definition of a wasp is? Uh, uh, black and yellow thing like a bee, but stingier and angrier. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like neither a bee or an ant. That can't be the official definition. It is. That'd be ridiculous. I mean, it is. It is. Official I've, I've taken something out of the sentence, but that's basically the definition. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the members of a particular that- genus that are not bees or ants. That's but that's ridiculous. Horses aren't defined as neither a donkey nor a zebra. Well, they it's are, like, aren't they? If you've got three things to choose from and you've got, well, I know what a donkey <laughs> is, I know what a zebra is, the one in the middle must be a horse. That's I pretty much exactly source. what the I want your, I want your Internet. source. That sounds like absolute balls. <laughs> Internet. I looked this All up. All right, next fact. Next, next fact. And fact. This one, I don't want this to be an alternative fact. I want it to be an actual fact. How many species of wasp are there all? Oh, don't look at that thing in front of you that has the answer on it. How many species of wasp are there all? <laughs> I would say, hmm. Ooh. Well, in the UK, I do know how many bee species there are in the UK, which I think is 256. 
Um, so say about the same. It's got to be low. I mean, the UK is a tiny place. Thousand, thousand in the world. Yeah, the thousand world. species. Hundred thousand yeah. species of wasp. One hundred thousand and counting known species of wasps, including uh, teeny tiny weeny baby little tiny wasps that are so small that like they would sting you on the willy and you'd just think like, what the hell was that, right? And like massive great hulking ones, like five centimetre long wasps. Oh my yeah? God. Uh, oh, and you can't honestly tell me that you wouldn't like run away from that or be scared of it or call it a, call it a name. Well, I'd be scared of lots of things, Alan, run away from them. Like if a, a kitten fell in some glue... Uh, and then try to get in a bed with me, I'd run away from that as well. Um, okay, five centimetre wasps, tiny wasps. Tiny wasps, and, and, and big wasps. Um, and there's a type of wasp called a tarantula hawk wasp, which is not a particularly auspicious name for a wasp. Hang on a minute, that's just the name of three killy things. <laughs> exactly. Tarantula, killy, hawk, killy, wasp, killy. That's right. And this wasp kills and eats tarantulas. Anyway, oh my uh, the thing you really want to shut up and listen about wasps, yeah, is <laughs> this, right? So there are, okay, so wasps do, wasps are not like bees in the following ways, right? Wasps are not like cute. They're not fluffy. They're not like, yeah. you know, people look at a bee and they go, oh, pretty bees. And like they put them on their leaflets and they earn like millions of pounds from them. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and... Right. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they're not charismatic mini fauna. They're not charismatic nothing fauna. No, they're horrible. They're like uh, goth wasps, aren't they? Like goth bees, aren't they? Yeah. They just yeah. like, yeah. 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 They just sort of go around all but goths, covered in. Goths are nice too. Goths are nice, although you would flick one in the face if it tried to eat your jam as well. Okay. <laughs> um, but wasps, so wasps, um, one of the, re- like, because they're not fluffy, they don't pollinate so much. I mean, they do pollinate a bit, but like, that's yeah, how that's your bee they... does it. It's pollinating, isn't it? it? Like, it's basically covered in Velcro and it goes and rolls yeah. about in, in some uh, fluff and then that fluff sticks to it and it takes the fluff home and then like all the other bees clean it up, give it a wash, take the fluff, put it in a pot and make honey out of it. Basically, so the, so what you're saying is the wasps are all like they're wearing a kind of shiny, um, uh, sort of Whitney Houston in a bodyguard type style armor, which pollen doesn't really stick to, and so it's just they do pollinate there, don't they? But it's just they do a lot less. It must be the direct kind of right. sticking their nose in a flower, and uh, yeah. that's it. I think that's right, and right, I'm beginning to stretch towards the edge of what I know about wasps because my time was short, but I shall carry on anyway. Um, and when maybe <laughs> well, if don't you could stop just... there. I mean, just let us know when you get to the edge, and then just keep going. That's what I do every week. Good. Rapidly approaching. Um, so um, most of your bees pollinate like a lot, and so loads of flowers need bees, right? Your wasps pollinate kind of like by accident, and so they're not that important mostly. Yeah, but uh, it's not. There are, it, there are a thousand species of fig that are pollinated by the fig wasp, which is a type of wasp that pollinates figs. And if it wasn't for them wasps, there wouldn't be them figs. Thousand species of them. So you te- well, so there we are. I am genuinely surprised that there are 1,000 species of fig. I yeah. thought a fig was a fig. Oh, I suppose there's no reason why a fig would be a fig any more than a Braeburn is an apple and a Cox is an apple and a Granny Smith is a horrible mass-produced thing made up for supermarkets. But you know what I mean. 
So, uh, here's a thing that I didn't know. I was reading about why are wasps brilliant, right? And the reason why wasps are brilliant, according to a uh, thing I read in The Independent by some Bristol University wasp experts, uh, is that without them, yeah, wasps, you know what wasps do? They eat things. You were talking about the tarantula. They eat, like, things other than tarantulas. They eat horrible things that go and eat things that we eat. So, like, if the wasps weren't going around eating things like the aphids, I don't know, they eat aphids, stuff like that. Don't ladybirds eat aphids? Maybe wasps eat them too. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Wasps. Anyway, according to this, wasps eat things. They protect lower invertebrate species. Apparently, they. Oh no, they regulate carnivorous and plant feeding arthropods. I don't know what that is, but they regulate them. Very good. I think we should all just take a moment to say, "Well done, Dave, for learning about wasps." I haven't finished about Um, the wasps yet. Oh, okay. Right, and what about <laughs> if we wipe out the wasps and it's discovered that the wasps were really, really useful? Like so, medical researchers, it says here, are exploring cancer therapy made from wasp venom because there's a chemical in your wasp venom which apparently destroys cancer cells. So how about that? Yeah. So what about if you get yeah. rid of the wasps, like all them people who go all them inhoffs in wasp corner... Uh, who <laughs> say is that right? Who say that we should get yep. rid of all the wasps, and we get rid of all the wasps, and then like not only do uh, carnivorous and plant feeding arthropod populations have their merry way with your begonias, but also we don't <laughs> cure cancer. Be sorry, then, wouldn't you? Sustainable of the week. Sustainable of the week. This is the section where Dave talks about other insects that he likes. Oi. Uh, what are you going to be banging on about this time, Dave? Not. I'm not going to bang on about anything. Apparently, all I do is talk about insects. Will you talk about something for a change? All right. Well, this is. I was. I was. I was lying, and I'm sorry, my little pudding. You. Um. You t- talked very nicely about those wasps. Yeah. Um, that I hate. Apparently. Uh, this is the section did, did where not. we look. Shut up. This is the section where we look at some of the egregious eco guff that has been spoken, usually by horrible ministers or corporate nasties who are trying to pull the wool over our eyes and sound green when they're not. And this week, well, what have we been talking about this week, Dave? You say. Why don't you say what we've been talking about? You tell the audience. Uh, go on. Go and try and oh, tell the audience. Oh, well, go dear. on. Go on. Try and do oh, it. Go on. Oh, dear. Go on. Oh, we've upset little Dave. Waiting. Right. This week, uh, we are going to be talking about housing. Now, we've talked about housing before on Babel. We talked about it in episode nine, which is back when we used to speak like this. And I said, isn't housing a problem? And yes, it went, is a problem. Yeah, yes. it is Join a us next week on your environment podcast. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, and then we learned to talk like this, and it was much more fun. Anyway, the reason we're talking about housing back then was because there was a housing crisis, and the reason we're talking about housing now is because there's still a housing crisis. Or, you know, it's a bit more complicated than that, I think, because everyone says we haven't got enough homes, and it is true that too many people haven't got a place to live, and it is also true that lots of the places what you can live are ridiculously expensive to live in, Um, not least if you're trying to rent them um, and just the same if you're trying to buy them. So there is a housing crisis, of course. But there are also, and you don't hear this very often, at least according to figures in 2015, there are 610,000 empty homes in England. And that's the government saying that. That's not some whiny charity trying to, you know, grab our attention. 
And apparently about a third of those, 200,000 odd, have been un- un- unoccupied for six months or more, which is what the government and people in Whitehall call long-term emptiness. And I think we can all relate to long-term emptiness. Okay. Hey, Dave? And we can. Yeah, we can, mate. Yeah, that's, that's for sure as mustard. Oh, yes, you mentioned something about that earlier. What is this problem? I have no willy. This week, this week we had news that landowners um, have welcomed a scheme that is apparently going to stop housing developments being delayed by newts. By new what? By newts. Newts. N-E-W-T-S. Newts. Yeah. Newts. You little, must tiny, have heard about little this. tiny lizards. Little, little tiny. Little lizardy newty things that live in ponds. You must have heard about this. You hear it all the time how such and such massive horrible developers like, yeah, we would have built loads of homes here and they would have been all cheap and low carbon, mm. but we couldn't because, you know bureaucracy and PC gone mad and probably Europe made us stop because of the newts. And they're always saying, you know, that the newts, which are protected, great crested newts in the UK are protected. And they say they have to spend quizillions of pounds trying to relocate these newts or rehome them or build round them or not build anywhere near them at all. Um, And now the government has said, do you know what? We're going to create a scheme to deal with that. And you're going to love this, Dave. We're going to call it the newt Offsetting scheme. <laughs> now, what do you know about offsetting, Dave? It's balls. <laughs> it's and why balls. is it balls, Dave? Well, let me see if I understand what's going on here, right? So, first of all, just tell me if at any point I've got this wrong. Because this sounds like it's balls, right? So what I think right I understand so is currently, if there is a newt where you want to build a house, you either move the newt or don't build the house. Yes? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because they're protected, so you're not allowed to just pour concrete on them. Right. Which I think is nice. You know, I think I've, if I was a new, I'd quite like to be protected from having concrete poured on me. Which I think is because of Europe, if I've got it right in my head. I think that's because mm, of Europe. I don't know. Maybe. I think it is. Not sure. Okay. Anyway, and now there's this thing called a newt offsetting scheme, yeah. which can only mean, if I've got this right, <laughs> that you're allowed to pour concrete on a newt as long as you make another newt somewhere else. Yes? That's, that's about right. That is just about right. Well, I'll tell you exactly what it means, um, or rather Arabella, my seven-year-old niece, will tell you exactly what it means. Arabella, what does it mean? Although this approach means that a number of newts may be lost on development sites, their overall population in the pilot area is expected to be strengthened through habitat improvements. So that is what it means. That is what it means. It means put concrete on a newt and then like, make a newt house, put some more sticks with newts on it and some newt food on it somewhere else. Say you've made more newts, build your houses. That's what it means. Yeah. Which is that's what great means. for house builders and people who want to buy houses and less good <laughs> if you are a newt. Distinctly less good. <laughs> Distinctly less good. Look, I haven't got the energy to bang on about why offsetting is stupid because we've done it on a number of occasions. Episode 58, I yes, believe, was a right. biodiversity offsetting episode. Do go and have a listen to that because we bang on with a little more clarity there. But it is patently absurd to go, it's all right 
It's all right. In fact, this is very similar to the uh, air pollution story from Babel 71 last week. Don't worry. We recognise that your home here is stinky and polluted and horrible, but it's all right. We're just going to move you and your home and your community uh, somewhere else. So it's fine. But I don't live somewhere else. I live here. Yeah, but you will live there, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Microsoft Excel says it's fine. Because look, (laughs) a newt is worth one, right? And so we're going to delete one newt. And we're going to make one newt somewhere else. Ergo, that's still one. <laughs> What's the problem? Computer says no. Things Donald Dad. So, Things Donald Dad. We yeah, successfully managed to avoid Donald last week. Um, unfortunately, he has groped his way back into this podcast um, and has done a thing. Um, I realised halfway through recording this that instead of doing a slightly tortured theme relating to bands and singles, I could have done an animal theme and talked about newts, wasps and the toad that is Donald uh, Trump. Yeah, you could. But I didn't. But I have now. You have Ooh. now, yeah. So uh, what he's done, well, he hasn't really done it exactly yet, but his, like, his gob piece, a guy called Sean Spicer, <laughs> uh, the guy who was the one who said, uh, I know it, you know, I know some people are saying that nobody came to watch uh, King Trump be crowned king, but he <laughs> did, and I've got alternative, you know, things to show you, and it's fake news and all that sort of stuff. You know the gob piece, the guy. I in, know uh, the gob, gob piece, piece. Yeah. Sean Spicer, gob piece. So he uh, has been talking about a thing that Donald Trump has banged on about called clean coal. Oh, God. That's just a stupid combination of words. Yeah, but it, uh, what it actually means is like um, take a, a technology called carbon capture and storage. Oh, if we got any carbon capture and storage music, then we might do. I've got you. Yeah, there it is. That's a carbon capture storage music. Which means uh, you burn coal in a chimney and then you suck out the carbon dioxide out of that chimney and you bung it into a hole in the ground. Therefore, clean coal. That's basically it. Right? That's your idea. And it's, it is a thing. <laughs> you lost enthusiasm for that idea even before you finished explaining what it meant. I mean, it's, it's a thing. I think there are apparently 21 clean coal plants in the world. So it's not like it's not science fiction, but 21 out of about, you know, 7 billion. So yeah. well, the problem yeah. is that it's not been scalable, has it? You know, the idea has been around for years and everyone's been very excited about it for years, but... It's proved very expensive and not scalable. Sean Spicer, who is this man, right? He said, so he had said, he was asked by a local news reporter in Virginia about residents' concerns about the impact of the environment, i.e. local people saying, don't go and build a coal plant, please, because, you know, um, we might all die of air pollution and stuff. And he said, we'll do clean coal, and it's the cleanest use of technology, and, and don't worry about it, right? So stupid number one, because this carbon capture and storage doesn't do anything about, like, air pollution it doesn't suck out all of the horrible stuff like the dirty horrible stuff that pollutes the air does it oh um i don't know no it doesn't oh trust me i looked it up right it doesn't oh so right. it only stop it only stops the carbon dioxide yeah it lets everything else out yeah 
Yeah. Um, but also, right, so it's got nothing to do with air pollution, so that balls. But also, the reason why your man, big orange, in half climate denier, tiny handed, pussy groper, has been banging on about clean coal <laughs> anyway is because that's how he is saying. That's how he's like his, his nod to when he's pl- going to completely turn around the fortunes of the US coal industry. It's going to be because of this thing called clean coal, like as if that solves everything. Uh, but it doesn't because hardly anyone ever does it because it's really expensive. Uh, and while it's really, really expensive, loads of other stuff is getting cheaper. So it's just like, it's not going to work. It's, it's, it's stupid. I was looking at that there Twitter this week, and your man Jeffrey Lean, who is a very long-serving environment correspondent, recently left The Telegraph, I think, but um, good, good environment chap, he tweeted a thing about how the solar industry in America now employs twice as many people as the coal industry. Uh, which is bonkers, isn't it, when you think about it? You think about all of the kind of political shenanigans that involve coal, the extent to which it was a, there's a big political football in the, uh, in the American election, all about coal jobs, I'm going to get those people back to work. It's like, well, all the time, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are getting new jobs in solar, but you just don't talk about it. It's bizarre. I mean, it might not be the same people. I guess that's the problem. I suppose if you're in a community where coal has been the lifeblood and now there's no coal, but there's a solar plant that's kicking off somewhere in California, that's not much use to you. But still, it's amazing. It's driving, like in the UK and like in Europe, it's driving loads of growth and loads of jobs and no one is prepared to talk about it. Weird, eh? So that is just about it for another episode of Babel, number 72 in the can. Thank you very, 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 very much, Dave, for all your waspy knowledge imparted to the Babel army. I know they're grateful because, well, who wouldn't be? Thank you very, very much to Arabella for doing all of the uh, Babel. And thank you very much to the majestic Dickie Moore for the music which begins, ends and intertwingles this podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast, two things. Firstly, uh, get yourself to something like your iTunes or your Stitcher or your Acast or wherever you listen to us. And if you have the facility to give us a nice review, please do so. Secondly, if you still think wasps are terrible, then never listen to the show again. Um, (laughs) You can get in touch with us. You can drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Uh, We're on Facebook. Just search for Sustainababble. You'll find us on Twitter at The Babble Wagon or email to hello at sustainababble.wasp. Fish! Sustainababble.fish Right, that's just about it. Uh, see you next week. Have a lovely time. Don't get stung by a wasp or a bee or um, or Sean Spicer. Okay, and oh! Yes? Stay tuned for my wasp joke. Is there enough space on the internet for a <laughs> podcast containing your wasp joke? We'll find out, won't we? Bye! Bye! Uh, so, uh, the professor of European wasps is uh, walking down the road and he walks past his local record shop and there's a sign in the window that says, New European Wasps Record Just In. And he goes, wow, that's, that's great. And he goes in and he says to the guy, I see you've got the New European Wasp Record in. And the guy goes, yeah, I have. And, and, and the professor goes, oh, that's amazing. I'm a professor of European wasps. Can I have a listen? And the guy goes, yeah, sure. Come behind the counter. Have a listen. So he puts it on puts the record on and the professor of European wasps starts to listen and he goes, uh, sure about this. Can you, can you try the next track? And the guy puts on the next track. And after a while, the professor of European wasps takes off his headphones and he says, are you sure these are European wasps? Because they sound like European wasps. 
And the guy in the record shop takes the sleeve and looks at it and says, oh, sorry, mate, I was playing the B-side. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. 